0: A radio show that confesses Christ, without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture
1: seriously, without
2: taking ourselves so seriously.
1: You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Jesus does not lie, and he told me, you're baptized
3: in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He told me, this is my blood shed for you. He told me, whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. And I've heard the Lord's voice in the absolution, forgiven me. He's he's told me that he he loves the world, that he died for the world, that he shed his blood to save me and forgive me. He said it, and he doesn't lie. Those sins which we're supposed to be conquering have been conquered,
2: not by our striving to overcome them, but they've been conquered by the death of Jesus. Those sins, even those pet sins that we're supposed to overcome, even the the sins that we keep coming back to, those have been crucified with Christ, uh, and now uh, sanctification is is putting to death the old, the old Adam, the old flesh by confessing our sins.
3: I wasn't paying attention to what you just said. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading Facebook statuses.
2: Hey, welcome to another edition of everyone's favorite Lutheran theological game show, Table Talk Radio. Uh, I have a fan fantastic show in store for you today. Uh, we have a really? new game. Uh, do you want to announce the name of the new game? Pastor? Oh yeah, the new game is "How Big a Missionalist Are You?" <laughs> <laughs> How's that for my Re- be- Mercer impersonation? <laughs> how big a missionalist are you? That's right, because there are certain degrees of of how missionless you are. You can either be missional. Missionarific or hyper missionified. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna see uh, what it takes to be hyper missionified. Um also uh oh man, we have a we have a lame game at the end, huh?
3: What's that? Facebook status theology. Yeah, baby. With guest Pastor Bombaro. <laughs> I don't think he knows that. Oh, uh, that's all, right. all well, right. I sent him a note on Facebook to let him know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, All right. Does he wait? Wait. uh, That's all. That's all we're doing now. We got emails and uh, buzzwords to start out this first segment. This is the time killer. Yeah. You can basically hit the bump forward ten minute button on your little iPod there. uh, Oh, we do have a fantastic announcement, though. Talk about being hyper missionified. (laughs) Oh yeah. We now have a table talk radio app. Yeah, Android Android devices. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking. Have you checked it out? I did. I just couldn't get it to turn off.
2: I was, gotta... <laughs> I was thinking that you probably don't like it because um, there is not a thing to fast forward the theme music on there. And we so you... should do. There should be a little bump that says
3: "skip the theme." That should be part of the app. And then also, I was going to go to bed last night, and it wouldn't stop.
2: How well, am I going to turn this thing off? But
3: why would you want it to
2: stop?
1: Why would you? <laughs> It's we'll like take the
2: uh, battery out, but never mind. It's it's more of a Calvinist <laughs> app. Once play, always play.
3: <laughs> no, you irresistible could, table talk radio. <laughs> uh,
2: you could you could stop it. You just have to hit that little hit that little pause button. Oh, I see. Right. So uh, it, yes, this it. is this Got is a, um, a just kind of a base app that uh, uh, that my uh, my cousin made for me um we're going to we're going to build from this but at least it gets us going and the neat thing about this app is that uh there's a search thing on there so if if uh, you know something that you heard on Table Talk Radio you might try searching that keyword and if it appears in our, any of our descriptions or titles uh, that'll pop up and that's pretty cool cuz we don't even have that on our website so that's kind of nice to have
3: nice so i'm going to search right now on the Table Talk Radio app for content and see if that ever comes <laughs> up.
2: You should you should uh search for mission and see what comes up Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, my theological buzzword for you, Pastor Wolfman, I don't know if you'll be able to get this in, but uh, it is the word church.
3: Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding? This is. I want to show you my page here, because I wrote the same word down. Oh, church. nice. Well, let's see if we get the
2: same definition. I am defining... <laughs> How in the world can that be? Uh, Are we
3: mind-melding? Well, tell you what, why don't Over you... the distance there? Well,
2: <laughs> I could... Okay, you could define... Um, the church according to the Augsburg Confession, and I could define the church according to my district's overtures.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this show is going to get you in trouble. This will be the one that goes viral, actually has a listener or two. And uh, <laughs> Anyhow... Uh, church. I'll, how about small code? Can I use small code? This is a be- most beautiful definition of church, uh, I think, ever penned outside of the Scripture, which is where Luther says even a seven-year-old child knows what the church is—holy believers and sheep who hear the voice of their good shepherd. So you gotta have you gotta have three things. You gotta have a shepherd, that's Jesus, with a voice, that's his word, and people hearing and believing it, that's Christians. So you can't just have a bunch of Christians around you. You gotta have God's word and Jesus present, uh, and then you have the church.
2: Yeah. Now uh Augsburg uh defines it as that uh, the place where the gospel is is, uh, is rightly taught and the sacraments are rightly administered.
3: Yeah, uh, now those are the remember the marks of the church and this is this is simply beautiful because the church is believers. But how do you get belief hanging around on the earth? The answer is well the holy spirit creates it through his instruments, God's word and the sacraments. So if you want to find faith you got to go to the place where the, you got to go to the faith creating things and that's the word in the sacraments. Yeah.
2: you want to want to know, wanna know yeah. how the how resolution 105
3: of the Northwest District uh, defines church? I was I'm dying to find that out. Uh as congregation Just then... think I woke up this morning thinking what resolution one hundred and five in Pacific Northwest District? How it defines a church? Now, oh, and now you're about to tell me. Yeah, uh, I just I can't wait. The church in this particular. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Read it. Go ahead. Read it. Read Would it. you? Require... Okay. Okay. I can't
2: wait. Come on. What are you doing? Could you explain why this is funny in the School of Hilarity?
3: I could. I <laughs> <I'm laughs> wait for the.
2: Uh for the, what's it called, tuition to start rolling. <laughs> okay, the church, which is defined as congregations and its representatives of our cities, universities, and seminaries.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I meant to say it is. <laughs> now, so I, you have to use the word church in the sense of the Augsburg Confession, and when I'm using the word church, it has to be in the sense of... <laughs> Resolution <Representatives>. 105. <laughs> okay, good enough. Uh, let's see. So, it's time for an email. Do you have one there, Pastor? Oh, yeah. I got a couple here. Here's one from Constance. Uh, this is regarding episode 110, which is about a year and a half ago. As Chris Roseborough said, uh, is this really going to make any sense, this email? Maybe if you read Chris it. Chris Roseborough would say, your story is not the gospel. I cannot believe how much like these relevant youth speakers sounded, like the emergent excuses... Uh, furtick noble, etc for pastors, what a horrid shame they brought into the scam that they have to talk like that i i'm I wonder if that was when we were doing uh how to tell if you're being emotionally ma- manipulated by a youth uh speaker It was is
2: it was when we were analyzing the national youth
3: gathering, oh Evan was so right when he said what was wrong with actually speaking the gospel and talking about Jesus. By the way, your praise song crunchers are so helpful, except for I usually end up singing the songs in my head for days afterwards. Sorry about Sorry that. Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, there, I, uh, there's a song that I sing to uh, get praise songs unstuck from my head. Um, it's a small world after And that is, Ooh, Baby, All. It's a Wild World by Cat Stevens. <laughs> one of one of four songs, Cat Mohammed Stevens. One of four songs, by the way, that you can listen to over and over without getting tired of. Uh, okay. Have we been through that list before? No. <laughs> uh, so let's see here. That's Mister Bojangles by Jerry Jeff Walker. The live version is another one, and um, oh, I can never remember the other songs. Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild Word by Cat Muhammad Stevens. Sorry, Muhammad Stevens. Um, I'll think of the other two in a minute. Uh, Constance continues Now, because of all these pirate Christian radio shows I'm becoming way more discerning in my listening Uh Aha, that's the idea, Constance Although uh, I don't have a good place to go to church Uh, We at least hear the word and get the sacraments But not good preaching So the show content really helps me grow and learn Thank you so much Constance, you are welcome So uh,
2: good preaching as defined as um, uh, hearing the gospel, I hope
3: and also, uh, j- just totally rock and awesome illustrations.
2: Uh, uh, okay, that um, the, the, the and good the, jokes. The former is uh, what is necessary. The latter mm-hmm. is what is nice.
3: Oh yeah, who made that distinction? Did we have? Was that something we talked about before? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. Hmm. Thanks, <laughs> Mr. Boj. I'm writing down my list of songs you can listen to over and over again. <laughs> Our Table Talk Radio intro is not on the list. What? <laughs> mm. I'm,
2: I'm against your your list there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a response for Constance there? there?
3: No, except for thank you. I've got mm. another email. Want another one? Okay, but now, wait, one I was wondering, has...
2: before you read that next one, can can we make our announcement about next summer?
3: Oh, yeah, sure.
2: Uh, so uh, we here at, at Table Talk Radio, uh, providing that the, uh, the financials are in order... Uh, hope to make, be making a trip to the National Youth Gathering next summer in uh July the first week of July of 2013 and is that in Austin, Texas? Is that where it is? Uh San Antonio. Or San Antonio, that's right. San Antonio, Texas. Uh and so uh, yeah, we we hope to set up a set up a a table there and, and hand out the Youth Gathering Survival Kit. Um and we hope that um, perhaps the uh, we'll have our app built up by then that the kids can can use the app during the the thing too. So Uh, That's that's the dream, at least. Okay, another email uh, in about 30 seconds.
3: Okay, here's one. And this has to do with what we're about to talk about, in fact. Uh, uh, Nick writes, uh, I just finished missioning your missional episodes on missionalism. You missioned those babies good. I'm uh, (laughs) editing that little sentence. (laughs) Bravo. Mission accomplished. I had a few things to say. One, I checked out the manly doctors. That's the uh, self-given title of, um, what's those guys? (laughs) The God Whisperers. Yeah. The Manly Doctors of Divinity. I wish we would have thought of that. Is it just me or Does Pastor Swirla sound a lot like a Chicago Hub Cubs Hall of Fame broadcaster, Harry Carey? It's a brace hit. I don't know if it was cheap cologne or what, but listening to the doctors felt a bit like I was being enticed by the adulterous woman in Proverbs. Thankfully, <laughs> the Lord provided a way out of temptation, and I'm now back in the arms of Table Talk Radio. That's what we like
2: to hear. All right. After this commercial break, you're going to be listening to How Big A Missionless Are Ya? We'll be right back.
1: Table Talk Radio, the disaster continues.
3: Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. All right, we've heard that music. Lumpy's trying to break in the door now when he hears that music. <laughs>
2: No, Mission Impossible. Get it?
3: Oh, I get it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Thanks. By the way, I did a little show prep in the break there, and I found out the other two songs that you can listen to over and over without stopping. Wild World by Cat Boe Team is Mr. Bojangles' live version by Jerry Jeff Walker. Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone by Bill Withers. And any song from the Braveheart soundtrack. And Table Tech Radio theme song. No. That's on the... On the anti listen to over and over list <laughs> there's some songs that you could probably listen to for about four or five days uh and uh and then it would take that long to get tired of, but there's this unique category of song where I mean you could listen to them for a month straight, you could just constantly be listening to these songs, and you still would not get tired of them. I do not know what it is. very few songs have reached that place hmm. just if you're one i'm, I'm now, just
2: I'm just glad we have one of those songs as our theme
3: we should have. All four. These songs should be our themes. But the problem is this. The problem is this. The serious problem is that these songs sort of start to fade out, and everyone would say, "No, keep playing it." <laughs> and Ooh, then... baby, baby, it's a while. And
2: Then people would would just shut the show off and they would go listen to
3: the song instead of us. So this is... I have right. That's bad. Now I have this weird high school memory, which I confirmed was not a dream, of riding through the desert <laughs> in a minivan with a Ukrainian scientist sitting in the back, listening to "Ooh, Baby, It's a Wild World" over <laughs> and over, running out of gas, so that we had the air off and the windows up. But you were still it listening. Really to the happened. Song really happened. That does not seem like something that would really happen to a person. Now, uh, we should got to finish this email real quick. Uh, Nick says, point two, as a former Calvinist, I thoroughly enjoy your relentless Calvinist jokes. It's probably a sign of my unregenerate state. <laughs> Wait, do we have point Calvinist three. jokes on this show? I never noticed any. I don't either. I'm oh, Totally serious. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're hearing some. Mm. If you can't stomach it, point three, please give your mission statement on the following missional video. Do you have this? What is a missional community video? Do, are you talking to me? Yeah. No, I don't. I thought we, we may, maybe could use this for this game we're about to play. Oh. Uh, Pastors, I'd like to confess that I have thoughts of elbow-dropping this guy from the top rope while watching the video. Is there any hope for a sinner such as I? Your listener, Nick. Yes, Nick, always hope. Uh, now, th- th- this, though, is true. that Remember when someone sins against us, including the sin of teaching false doctrine, a sin against the third commandment the result is always anger uh i mean that's how the devil tempts us to react when someone sins against us so we're tempted to be angry even at the false teachers etc so uh we want to uh remember that jesus when when that temptation would come jesus always directs us towards prayer uh, and doing everything we can to correct them uh in patience etc so no elbow dropping you can uh you can give them a kind of virtual elbow drop by sending the video to us. I do. I do have this video
2: now. Have you have you, have you watched this yet?
3: No, no, I haven't watched well, it yet. So, well,
2: we'll take a look at it during the break, and if it's worthy, if it's, we'll it's worthy it of Table Talk Radio air.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that means if it's anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, explain how this game works. How big
1: a mission okay, how star big
3: are you? How big a are you? This the way it goes is this. Uh, you. We're gonna ask. We have uh, we had last night nine categories, but I can only remember seven of them this morning. <laughs> we're gonna listen to some missionalist something or other, and we're gonna look for we're gonna look for these seven things. Uh, sola missio—that means when you're reading the Bible, there could be tons of content, but the only thing you see is the mission there. That you get a point for that. Like for example, uh, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you know, you and I are looking at that other verse. You're like, wow, there's the Holy Trinity, there's the name of God, there's the gift of baptism, there's the idea of being a disciple. And the and the missional, the missionalist sees the word go. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> word they see. Sola missio. Uh Then there's some despising categories. If you despise the doctrine of vocation, you get a point for that. If you despise the sacraments, you get a point for that. If you despise the office of holy ministry, you get a point for that. If you despise church rights, you get a point for that. If you use really trendy buzzwords, you get a point for that. And if whatever you're talking about will cost a lot of other it will cost other people lots of money, you get a point for that. So there's a total of seven points available. And then you can get bonus points, as you and I, Evan, determ- uh, determine. Uh, and then we total up all the points you get from your little presentation. And if you get three to five, you're missional. If you get six to seven, you're missionarific. And if you get eight plus, that means you have to be awarded a bonus, le- get all of those and a bonus point at least. You are hyper-missionified. Hmm. Go through the, the, the despise categories again. Despise vocation. Despise the sacraments. Despise the office of holy ministry. Despise church rites. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I think I see that on a pretty regular basis. So I think, I think we'll be all right. We got so... Okay. By the way,
3: the point is this, that you don't really want to be missional, according to this definition. Yeah, I don't know if that was obvious. Or what not. What do you want to be? Uh, anti-missionified.
2: <laughs> now, okay, well, are okay, we're going to do a but game maybe, first, though. But maybe, maybe we should explain this because uh, suppose someone is listening and and thinking, "Hey, I, I hear about this uh, uh, missional thing all the time. I thought this was a good thing that we should be concerned for the lost." Uh, so how would you how would you speak
3: to someone like that who's saying what's wrong with this whole missional thing Yeah yeah that should be concerned for the lost this is here here's the basic thesis ready I don't I'm going to be I'm going to try to be as gentle as possible ready mm-hmm. okay oh. Evangelism should have something to do with the evangel <laughs> the gospel right <laughs> the gospel yeah. Evangelism should have something to do with the gospel I mean at least they ought to be in the same room you ought to be if you're an evangelist, you ought to be able to yell, and the gospel ought to be able to hear you. They should be that kind of proximity <laughs> <laughs> The problem is it's most it's
2: the opposite's true yeah yeah All right. uh when you don't when you don't have the gospel, you have to replace it with something um and it's typically replaced with uh reformed living or uh just just the- co- uh community for the sake of community you see this a lot of time right? yeah um uh, so that because the the community is being built up uh or that they're loving one another this is somehow um uh reaching the lost uh, but no uh, see we we believe and and uh, as a confession say that it's uh, god's word um that uh goes forth and and is efficacious uh and we are to be proclaimers of that word of god and god's word does the work to convert and to save right so okay, so uh do we we need to uh to look at something for analysis here for your game then, right? Sure. Okay, so I have a presentation here, uh and uh here it says the primary mission of
3: the church and its detractors. <laughs> okay. Dun dun dun. That's like uh that's the who wrote that thing, uh uh and it's Schleiermacher, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh do you remember Schleiermacher uh, on Christian, religion and its cultured despisers? Yes. It sounds a lot like that.
2: Yeah. Okay, and this is slide 19. Uh, what does this mean? And it says, what part of go and make don't we understand? Christians reproduce Christians. Churches reproduce churches.
3: Um, Christians reproduce Christians. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> We should say we should play ten commandments in the missionified thing, here.
2: yeah, not true by the way, Christians do not reproduce christians, christians uh reproduce um sinners,
3: sinners. <laughs> and tur- weird, churches don't reproduce <laughs> it is see you know by the way this is this should be one of the marks of a of the hyper missionified, and that is um. And and that is this: it has an organic understanding of the church rather than a supernatural understanding of the church. I'm going to write that down.
2: Organic versus supernatural.
3: Yeah. So. So they say, oh, the church is the body of the church is the body of Christ, and then you remember the remember the heresy two step. I do watch how it goes with a missionified. You okay. say uh, you say, oh, the church is the body of Christ. So then you take a step back to abstraction that's the church is a body (laughs) well no no it's the body of christ no no i needed to abstract so i can wiggle around church is the body and then you now wiggle around you say look a body grows a body reproduces a body has all different parts you know as you you now you take it a totally natural metaphor well the body of jesus by the way died and rose the body of jesus by the way did not reproduce (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the body of Jesus is one and fills the world. He ascended on high, set down at the right hand of God, that he might fill all things. In other words, the church, the little congregations, are not little Jesus bodies, and then they have little baby Jesuses that now is another little church body. No, the entire church throughout the world is one body, and it's a supernatural body. It It's kept alive with supernatural food. Uh, namely, the Lord's Supper, the preaching of the gospel. It is not, and when the when the scriptures say the church is the body of Christ, it is not uh, using an organic metaphor. Now, sometimes it gets there when Paul will say something like, "There's all different parts of a body," and we and we rejoice in that that the Holy Spirit gives a diversity of gifts, so that we wanna we recognize that some people have are good at some things, and other people are good at other things, naturally, and also as as God gives them. But the church is not uh, an organism. So I'm going to give a bonus point for
2: that. All right. Um, did you want to talk about any of, it, of its uh, despisings
3: categories here? Uh, let's see here. What part of go and make, don't we understand? That would be sola missio. Um, Christians reproduce Christians... There's a bit of a despising of the office of holy ministry there, uh, because you know what's behind it. Uh, using trendy buzzwords, I think that would get a point for that to this idea of reproducing. Um, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give this one, two, three, four points. So this is missional. Definitely, it definitely counts as missional.
2: Okay, so we're going to continue playing the game. How big a Missionless are you here on Table Talk Radio? Hey, if you have an Android phone, check out the Android app at the Play Store. Just search for Table Talk Radio, and you'll find the new Table Talk Radio app. We'll be right back playing. How big a Missionless are you? Right after this.
1: Table Talk Radio, a radio show that gives the opportunity to cope with disappointment week after week. And yet I'm growing,
2: growing, growing, growing grow, 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 Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Playing. Song? How big? A find this. Stuff? List of- Are you going to put that on your list? Uh, maybe. Let me just listen to it about 50 more times. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, I think, I don't know if you remember this, um, several shows ago, you made the assertion that the word mission can be any part of speech. So I here yes. have a, uh, a Mad Lib for you to try out, and your goal oh. is to work in the word mission in as many times as possible. Uh, and the first one is a verb in its base form. Mission. Okay, a number
3: that I don't think that one can be a mission hold on I can work it hold on on no, no, uh, <laughs> uh let me see here mission miss five uh uh oh, I can't think of it seven okay uh a noun the mission Ooh. pronoun uh it's a pronoun the that key. means like him or her yeah um how would you do it i can I'm not sure if you it's. It would have to be the... It's. Okay. It. It. Uh, it, uh, in uh, uh, parentheses, that is the mission. Okay. <laughs> got it? Got it. It, that is the mission. Uh, okay, now you
2: got to get this one right. A body part.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, various instruments of mission.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to say the heart. Oh, you, is, you're not very missional. Uh, plural noun. Missions. <laughs> Proper noun. The mission. With capital M. Yeah.
3: Possessive noun. Missions. Uh, adverb. <laughs> Missionally. Uh,
2: compound verb.
3: Uh, compound verb. What would that be?
2: I don't know. I used a random word and it gave me mouse and deport, beam. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> what is that? Even
3: what, uh, uh, compound noun? Be no, like no, no, no. Compound mission? verb. Compound oh, verb. compound verb. Compound verb. To mission? Missioning? We'll it doesn't a, say we'll, infinitive we'll or need... gerund
2: or something. If you can call us in with some grammatical help, give us a call. one 800 of something. Uh
3: So say... <laughs> To missionify.
2: (laughs) Okay. uh, Conjunction.
3: Mm. That means like and or but. Right. And. Preposition. I don't think I can make mission into a conjunction. (laughs) Oh, so it should be but. Sorry. But. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Preposition. Um, Five more. here. Preposition would be uh, above. No. No, no. Under the mission. Under <laughs> Okay, adjective. Um, two adjectives, actually. Because it, any other mission preposition could be a little risque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I add two adjectives, you say? Yeah. Uh, so let's do missional and hyper-missionified from our game here. Okay, article of clothing. Um, uh that would be a bible verse t-shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then lastly, uh, an interjection.
3: Uh, missions. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, let's see how this works. Uh Okay, so this is the uh the um the checklist how to live. Number 1, you need to mission from a high place without dying. <laughs> Number 2, <laughs> Be healthy. Number three, live to be of seven years. Number four, that'd be the age of accountability right there. Uh, number four, sing to a the mission. Uh, find, <laughs> find it's that is the mission and dance. <laughs> Break, break various instruments of mission. (laughs) That's what we're working on. Play musical missions with the mission. (laughs) Steal someone's missions. (laughs) Stand up to someone missionally. (laughs) To mystify forever. Um, Missionify, missionify, to missionify forever. Respect others, but be happy and And not sad um, don 't die under the mission <laughs> don't die under the mission a whole <laughs> i don't know wear a missional hyper missionified bible verse t shirt for a month. <laughs> <laughs> say hi to everyone that passes by uh, don't be a depressing fail in life uh, say missions whenever someone says dog. <laughs> <laughs> Meet a celebrity and number eighteen don't die. So that is how to live, missionalified.
3: Oh man, it's uh, good <laughs> advice. You're going to be on the speaking circuit pretty soon. Someone hears you with that. You got all that advice. <laughs> yeah, I
2: know. Okay, so uh, now uh, it's it, we're still we're looking at some more um, entries then to find out how big a missional area. Uh, how and big a missional Here we actually going to use the video um, that uh, the emailer sent in. Um, this is Jeff Vanderstelt uh, talking. And the interviewer asked a question, uh, you're known for this idea of being missional, quote unquote. Uh, what does it mean to be missional? And here is his answer.
0: Well, for me, the way I normally describe that is that uh, we believe that we've been saved for a purpose, not just a purpose that we would go to heaven, but we've been saved for the purposes God had in mind. for And in particular, that we would be his people who live for his glory on this planet in such a way that we are going to make disciples who make disciples and all of life will be lived for the glory of God. And so when I think of missional, I think we're training people to see that all of life is for the purpose of that mission of glorifying God in all things and making so disciples you. who make disciples. So they're always on mission. There's not a, it's not a mission that we go do for a week in some other country, but we are the missionary people of God sent by God for his purposes in every single second of That's our word. life. So how do we train then a church, to start to see all of life as mission, as though the Spirit of God is sending them all the time for the work God's prepared in advance for them to do?
3: All right, so that's the first question. So Okay, uh, so we had sola missio, despising vocation, um, and uh, buzzwords. Yeah. Um, now, I
2: think it's interesting that uh, he said, right at the end there, that we need to train the church um, that the Spirit is... Uh, going out to you know, be missional all the time. And my question is, is the Spirit doing it or not? Is that is that what the Spirit is doing or not? And if it is, then why do you need to train your people that that's what the Spirit is doing? I mean, shouldn't the Spirit be doing it without having uh, to train people to do it? I mean, why, why is the Holy Spirit's work dependent and captivated by our, our sinful activities?
3: Is that a rhetorical question? Yes.
2: Okay, uh, anything else on that one? I have another question here. If you if you want to go on,
3: no, there's something too about how I mean you know the key of the church growth verse is this Ephesians four for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry etc. So the church is now about the business of equipping. The problem is that that verse is talking about a doctrine. Yeah. Um, but the equipping that uh, that that the equipping that the church does if you're missionified has nothing to do with doctrine i don't even know what it has to do with i mean i this is a, i just think these guys are talking you <laughs> know I, I, <laughs> I was thinking about this i got to go to a conference here in a couple of weeks and uh, no couple of days <laughs> you better get that straight and i was thinking i want to you know want to say something helpful but the but the it's actually maybe even more difficult before you say something helpful is just to actually say something because so much of a the, just the talk- and i don't training the people to be always on mission what does it mean what i mean how yeah, what does on mission mean yeah Oh I don't under I don't. Know.
2: So so it's good to be saying things they're actually communicating real things and not just speaking in the abstract.
3: Yeah, most of the time, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Now I'm I'm looking at this passage that you're talking about um this is Ephesians 4:11 he gave some as apostles and some as prophets oh, and some beautiful as evangelists text. and some as pastors and teachers uh for the equipping of the uh, saints for the work of service. Now uh the, the, there's this big question that comes in um uh, is uh, uh in in what regard do we do we understand uh that one two there there's two verses um with uh, some as pastors and teachers um, and uh the the that role of pastor and teacher there is is one and the same so he he's not saying that some are evangelists some are pa- some are pastors and some are are uh pastors and some are Lutheran day school teachers <laughs> you know uh, that that the, the pastor is the teacher of the church now for what for what purpose for the equipping of the saints um for the the work of service now so the question is is the equipping of the saints are we equipping the saints for the work of service to the building up of the church or is the or, or is the um uh the equipping of the saints um so in other words, uh, for the building up of, of the body of Christ, are we equipping saints so that they would build up the body of Christ, or is the equipping of saints the actual building up of the of the of the body of Christ? So in other words, when I uh, it, it, is my job as a pastor to to train and equip the saints in my church so that they will go be little little um, uh, little missionalists in, in in the community, or is is the proclamation of the gospel the actual? building up of the saints which is the body of christ i mean that's that's the basic question from that verse right
3: that's right and i think it's so clear from the text that it's the lord gives the apostles evangelists uh prophets and pastors teachers to do the work of the ministry but here's the main thing verse 14 says the goal of this that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting so yeah. that the, the equipping and training there has to do with doctrine, not with mission of
2: Alright, we'll be right back on Table Talk Radio. Don't go away.
0: Kind of give me movement. give me I need some kind of improvement.
1: Table Talk Radio. Disappointing listeners since 2008.
2: And we're back on Table Talk Radio. I don't think that we're going to get into some Facebook status theology. I love Facebook so much, though. I love Facebook. (laughs) Well, but look, we're we're knee-deep in missionification. We can't just step out of this, so uh, we need to finish up the game. (laughs) How big a mesh list are you?
3: How big a missionalist are you? You got some, you got some adult baptisms over there. I'm gonna come down there and open up a book of Concord on your face. I'm gonna be all over. This is my favorite line. I was listening with my dad. My dad almost had a heart attack when he heard this line. I'm gonna be all over you like a rat on a Cheeto. How do you think of something like that? That is funny. I'll explain why that's funny. In the school of hilarity, I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be all over you like a rat on a Cheeto.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, well, I'm gonna Nothing go back. Like a, I'm gonna go back to the uh, the PowerPoint similar. presentation and go back and forth here. And it says growth involves two things. Number one, an understanding of God's purpose, and in parentheses it says mission. Mission, and number two, the commitment to go and do God's mission, which is ministry,
3: <laughs> boy, I could just I'm just getting smarter just reading this PowerPoint.
2: <laughs> okay, I think we have uh we have two wrapped up here, and these two commonly go together, dear listener, the forsaking of the office of the holy ministry and the forsaking of vocation mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so that um the uh the the missional idea would have you think that um uh i don't even know what the what what ordination is in the
3: missional idea but uh the the idea yeah, is yeah i do i do you already defined it you're set apart to be the trainer oh yeah yeah i mean That's basically right. the pastor is like uh is like the professor and the church is like a seminary right and the men, and the members of the church are like uh Students, I'm giving you 500 points for defining
2: church correctly, and by correctly I mean wrongly. Wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I got a points. <laughs> now, uh, but see the Sweet. the point here is that you would not have one who is um, uh, called by God to speak forth the things of God, but you uh, would just uh, train your people to go to go um, uh, bring people
3: into the community. I mean that that's and the, the re- go ahead the reason is because you don't have the sacraments see i mean once you don't have the sacraments then basically everybody's a pastor because that's what a pastor is is a guy that's there to preach the gospel and administer the sacraments once the sacraments cease to mean anything in your theological construct construct then ministry becomes something different than the giving out of god's gift of forgiveness and that dear listener is the reason why we're playing this game because what's at stake here is the gospel itself now what we are not saying is that Christians don't preach the? Uh, 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 yeah, I'll use the word. I'll, you can't back me off of that. Christians don't preach the gospel in their daily vo- vocation and their calling. That parents don't uh, don't don't even give out the absolution to their children. Mm-hmm. That friends and neighbors don't speak the name of Jesus and give blessings to one another. This is not what we're saying. What we are saying is that the uh, the gospel is the promise of the forgiveness of sins, which Jesus is. Delivering purposely in his church, the reason why we go to church is not to hear about how we have to go out and and be missionalists. The reason we go to church is to get the forgiveness of our sins that 's why Jesus instituted the church. oh yeah, that was one of the marks uh, movement instead of institution
2: now uh, but see even even in the example you just said of, of people in their various vocations proclaiming the gospel, it is that proclamation of the gospel. That uh, that converts the the person they're talking to, right. so again, it's it's not saying that go out as a missionary and and bring people and win souls to Christ. Uh, we're simply saying to be uh, confessors, to be proclaimers um, of this of this word, and that word, the Spirit does its work through through the proclamation of the gospel. I mean, it's that easy. This is this is not a difficult thing to grasp. However, uh, what is a missional community?
0: For us, okay. a missional community is, to sum it up real shortly, would be a family of missionary servants who make disciples who make disciples. That would be our shortest ideas. People who say we're going to live life together as brothers and sisters, loving one another like a family, loving the lost like they're lost children of God, and then making actually having identified people that we're going to make disciples of. And We don't mean like help Christians get more mature. We mean help non-believers come to faith in Jesus. <laughs> and which will also grow up Christians by doing mission. And, and then actually engaging in tangible forms of service that show the reign and rule of Christ in all of things as we live unto him as we serve others in our communities. So it's kind of all those things, family, missionary, servant, actually going forth to reach people who don't know Jesus and then make them and help them become disciples of Christ. All right. <clears throat> yeah.
3: What do we say to that sort of thing? I mean, look, so, uh, should we do works of service? Yes. Should we uh, live together as brothers and sisters in Christ? Yes. Should we try to serve the neighbor? Yes. Should we hope, pray, and work that those who do not know Christ would know Christ? Yes. All of those things. Does this mean that we um, that we somehow become um, not part of this created order that God has put us in, uh, uh, that, we, that we don't have that we don't have um, vocations that God has called us to, and do, that we are unable to recognize those as good, uh, as gifts from God, does it mean that we go and despise doctrine? That should be on the list too, despising doctrine, despising theological maturity, despising Christians that still need to hear the gospel because we're battling with the, f- with the flesh. It's almost like uh, once you um, make a decision for Christ, then the battle against the devil ends or something like that. It's, it's it's just crazy yeah
2: and I would like to say um, I, I forgot the language he used uh, the christian's maturity or something like that growing and whatever um, the Christian grows in faith by the continual repentance and again hearing the gospel receiving forgiveness of sins um, that that is how a Christian grows this is this is the life of sanctification um, uh, repenting of, of your sins and receiving forgiveness um, one does not one does not um, grow in faith by uh, going out and, and being a missionary. <laughs> uh, and so to say that the whole point of our missional community is, uh, is to bring others in, and in doing that, people people grow in their faith. That is, I'm sorry, that's just not true. It, it's, it's, it's by confessing your sins and receiving absolution. It's by mm-hmm. partaking the Lord's body and blood uh, for the forgiveness of sins. Uh, I mean, remembering this- your baptism, crossing yourself, uh, and and hearing God's holy word preach in the sermon. I mean th- this is how uh, a a tr- a Christian grows in faith.
3: How, how does this guy uh, come to grips with the fact that Paul spent all this time writing letters to Christians? <laughs> he should have been caring for the lost. <laughs> yeah, no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I mean, what is it was one thing compete with the other? Ugh, this sola missio, this is the problem is it's it's like there's you know there's 10 commandments, but for the for, for the missionalist there's only one commandment, which is go <laughs> mission <laughs> yeah the command the, this is the what's that the inter uh what's it called when a part of speech is a command imperative yeah. imperative mission you mission go mission be missional missionify uh it's uh, well, what about you know uh don't commit idolatry and honor your father and mother and don't steal i mean are these also commands of god what it's it's this reduction down it's this is of all of the Bible to the one word, go, it's really, it's, there's such a fullness and a richness that the Lord has given us that this is just, I mean, so, so the thing becomes wrong, not in actually what it's saying, although it is wrong in what it's saying most of the time, but it becomes wrong then in this terrible, lack of any sort of sense of the context of the scriptures and the fullness of the Lord's revelation given to us.
2: All right, let's go back to the PowerPoint presentation. We have the mission, and it's detractors. Are you ready for some detractors? Mm-hmm. Um, all right.
3: Uh, let's see This here. is a contest now. I have, by the way, four for the slides, and I have six for the videos. All right.
2: <laughs> uh The detractors, just defining uh, what detractors are, they're uh, sidetracks that moves away from the main track, deludes, which makes weaker, and confuses, makes indistinct. And here are three detractors. A. Confusing a function of the church with the primary purpose. B. Making the means of grace the primary purpose. And C. Whoa.
3: whoa, 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 whoa. It says it's wrong to make the means of grace the primary purpose of the church?
2: Correct. Whoa. And C. Making the preservation of pure doctrine the primary purpose. Whoa. <laughs> How's Whoa. that? How's that for missionerific?
3: Whoa, how big man, a missionalist like the, are you? <laughs> definition of this guy. I don't want to go toe to toe with this guy. This guy's a huge list. How big a list are you? I ver- managed in one slide to d- to hit all ten of these.
2: <laughs> I mean, this is where Roy D. Mercer just hangs up out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> how big a how big a are you? I'm 7'5", foot it's five,
3: like... seven hundred pounds. <laughs> I do jujitsu and I'm a sumo wrestler. <laughs> Confusing function with the primary purpose, making the means of grace the primary purpose, making the preservation pure doctrine. Now, is this what is this saying? Is this saying that if you make the means of grace the purpose and not the uh, tool, the instrument, you're getting it wrong? I could maybe understand that, but look, the reason why Jesus has a church is so he can give us his forgiveness of sins. He can give us the gospel, and if the gospel is wrong, then we don't have that forgiveness.
2: It's true. So uh, thanks for playing How Big a Michelin star are you? and thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio, uh, where the points are like being called hyper You've been listening
1: to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts really and do not nice. reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll-free, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's one 800 sola Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.